Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of the Oasis Podcast and today is a very special day because it is season four of the Oasis Podcast, episode one and uh, I promise you guys, man, we like to start off every single season with probably one of the best episodes of the season we're going to have, man, one of the bangers of the season and uh, let them know why, Dan. Look, uh, today we're going to dive into the incredible story of the Fresno Pro-Am. In just two seasons, they've etched their names in basketball history and set records with an average of 500 fans in attendance over the course of a seven-week season. The season two finale was a monumental event featuring a back-to-school giveaway, championship showdown, and an all-star game matchup that pushed the Fresno City College gymnasium to its maximum capacity, baby. And if you saw photos of this, if you saw photos, if you saw videos of this, Google them on Instagram, Fresno Pro-Am. I promise you guys you're going to see, if you weren't there, all the stuff you missed out on. And if you were there, all the stuff you partook in, man. So please help us welcome Fresno Pro-Am. We got Alton, we got Seth, and we got Ryan to the show. Sure. Thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us, Thanks man. Thanks for having us. Sir, man. We appreciate you guys coming on. So uh, first off, before we start, uh, for the people at home that are wondering, like, Fresno Pro-Am, they've never heard of Pro-Am, they never heard kind of like the lingo, uh, what is Fresno Pro-Am and, and what can they expect about Fresno Pro-Am? Um, Pro-Am basketball is a, is a category of basketball um, that's pretty unique because you get to see current and former NBA players play on the court. You get to see current and former NCAA players play on the floor. <clears throat> you also get to see, like, you know, just co college guys and high school guys also play on the floor. It's been around for 50 to 60 years. Um, you go down to L.A., you see 50 years worth of basketball, long history. Um, if you go down up to the Bay Area, you'll see 50, 60 years, actually. They've been around for much longer than or 10 years longer than uh, the Drew League in L.A. But um, we're new in Fresno, but we have a long history of just producing high-quality basketball players here in the, here in the Valley, and um, we're happy to be able to serve the basketball community in this way. Yeah, 100%, bro. And so that's a little bit of a gist as far as like a brief summary of what Pro-Am is. And uh, it's so much more, man. I feel like if you guys go out there, really, just to describe it, really what it is, is it's kind of an experience. You know what I mean? Sure. If you've ever been to a basketball game before, this is like a basketball game. We, we described it a little bit earlier as just guys that are hungry, bro. Guys that are hungry, they want to get after it. They love the game, most importantly. And uh, they're just getting after it, man. So um, I want to I start it off. We'll take it back to where you guys started, right? So obviously they see now, we talked a lot about hundreds of fans you guys had. You guys practically pra packed the whole Fresno City College, uh, the, uh, the court out, man. Uh, but I want to take it back to when you guys first started. So how did Fresno Pro-Am first begin? Uh, I could touch up on this. Uh, it first began just uh, me and my brothers, uh, we started, we wanted to create like an open run, you know, and uh, we knew there was a lot of talent and we wanted to get a lot of guys together just to have like a high competitive run. And then uh, eventually with time, we started adding more concepts to, to the run. And uh, that's kind of how it developed in the beginning stages. It was just people we, we knew immediately, like close people, friends and family. And then that grew to people bringing more people. And uh, just with repetition over time, it just started developing into something bigger. Yeah, it would get to the point to where we would have like, I remember at one point we had like 40 people on one court. Yeah. Yes. On one court. It, it, Numbers went down a lot the week after that because, you know, guys weren't able to get a sweat in. But, yeah. um, but it, it was pretty – it was fun. We have lots of, lots Dude, of good stories. That's so cool, man, because I feel like the Pro-Am League, um, like you said, there's a lot of history. A lot of people I know, like when I think of Pro-Am, kind of one of the first teams that pops into my mind is the Drew League, you know. Yeah. Uh, you should seen the Drew League. Obviously, Kyrie would be out there, some of the pro guys, college guys, um, big, big talent. You know, sometimes the, the upcoming uh, NCAA players, they would be there, show out their skills. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't believe, bro, when I seen you guys, I was like, bro, I can't believe there hasn't been a Pro-Am in Fresno. Because um, obviously Fresno is the, is the city, like the core city of the Central Valley. And I feel like, dude, the Valley, 
Valley puts out any sport across. We put we have a lot of talent, bro. And I, I couldn't believe that there hadn't been a pro am. And when you guys came onto the scene, dude, like for me, when we were writing up the story, I was like, bro, this shit started as like a few pickup games. And I'm like, dude, it's like three years later, it's a big old game. We got the mayor out there. So that dude, that that that's nuts, bro. Um, that, that's nuts, bro, how that grew from essentially what, like, an organized pickup game, you know, with high competitive pickup games, which is you've been in them, dude, you know, for any sport, those are fun. Um, to next thing you know, you know, the mayor's out there and stuff like that, dude. So, yeah. um, when, um, before we get into that, dude, one question I had of, like, kind of how you guys transitioned from the pickup to, like, a more kind of legitimate setup. Um, I know you guys first started, you tried to do it at the Clovis, uh, Clovis Rec Center, right? But um, what, what happened there, bro, when you guys brought up the idea of taking things to the next level? So around that time, I was I was refereeing some adult league games. Mm-hmm. Um, I would see guys come in. Um, mind you, this is around, 20, this is September 2021. We're fresh, like, out of COVID. Yeah, yep. we're fresh out of COVID. Some people are still wearing masks. Some people are still wearing masks yeah, while they're playing are. basketball. <laughs> the city of... Playing basketball? Yeah, while they're playing. Oh, shit, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, the city of Fresno didn't want to start a league yet because they just didn't feel like it was safe enough. But the city of Clovis took that chance. And I happened to be refereeing at the time. And, and um, I saw my guy, Greg Smith, walk into the gym and said, what's up to him? It's been a while. And I knew he got he just got done playing an uh, international ball. Um, then I saw another person come in. And I'm like, yo, this is this is high talent basketball that's yeah. going on right now. Um, and it just hit me. He was just like, hey, this is, we got professionals here. We got some amateurs here. Let's turn this into a pro league. And it was some, like, thing. It was just the name. Pro-Am came up. Um, I ended up passing that idea. And, and if I pitch it to you, it wasn't like this, like, oh, you know, <laughs> like it was some obvious, like it was this. Yeah, like nothing crazy. It was just a casual question, like, hey, let's turn this into a Pro-Am. Um, the idea got respectfully turned down, and, and uh, that was where the name came from. But then we were already doing runs at that time. So we just kind of, over time, put two and two together. Because in the beginning, though, bro, like on that same note is that, like, whoever you told it to, they probably didn't see, like, packed out arena. You know what I mean? Packed out. You have NBA stars there. You have the mayor there, Fresno there. Like, there's no way they could have seen that. But the crazy thing about it is you saw that, right? Well, we did. We did. We worked hard to make that happen because there's a lot of organizing to even make that idea happen. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, we, We all grew up playing organized ball. You know, there's a difference between playing a pickup game, <clears throat> which is normally unorganized, and then playing organized basketball. So um, in the front office, what we consider, we have a group chat called front office, and we, we organize. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's, cool. That's like a good fucking name for a group chat. <laughs> so we call it front office, and we organize things. Literally, we organize the league, and we make sure that everything's in place. Dude. Um, diving into that a little bit more, bro. So – because I just feel like, to me, it's still kind of crazy from a business point of view. Um, obviously, to make everything happen that you guys have made happen within the first two years. Um, I know we had some experience running, like, eSports. And even that, dude, it wasn't that it wasn't as big as what you guys got going on. Um, I think the most competitors we have was, like, what, 50? Bro, we both we have, like, 50, 60. You guys yeah. have hundreds, bro. Hundreds. So, there's, like, le- when they say levels to this, you guys are like, dude, bro. And even at that <laughs> point, dude, the reason why I bring that up is because even at that point, we were fucking pulling our hair. We're like, bro, there's so many moving pieces. <laughs> the bracketing, yeah. uh, the teams, the referees, rules. You know what I mean? So, dude, what you guys put on um i think that if you've never been in the event industry or trying to host an event a competitive event for that matter you have no fucking clue dude like it looks easy yeah. i might look easy from the outside in but um you know you guys you definitely need that front office group chat dude and uh dude you boys have pulled it off uh i'm sure there's been like a lot of burning fires pulling hair out in the back end but uh on the front end the product man that the people get um from what i've seen dude you guys are fucking killing it you know what i mean thank yeah, you thank it, you so, thank uh, you big shout out to you boys dude um now with that First year, talk about the first year a little bit, man, because uh, uh, I know that the second year, a lot of things started clicking. 
yeah. NBA sanctioned, which we'll get into that. But what was the first year like when you guys legit got, got organized? So, yeah, first year, I'll get into that. First year, I mean, we already had a little bit of foot traffic, so we're just, you know, plotting out how that first year would look and then just kind of just organizing as far as how we would be able to offer that to serve the players. You know, and that was our first, you know, core focus. When you're creating something like this, got to have a core focus, and ours was on the players. So how can we make this league credible to start off on the right foot? Mm. And then crazy thing about it, first year, it was we came up with the whole concept. We got the approval about like two weeks, three weeks before. Had a family event, crazy event happened three weeks before. Got the approval two weeks before. Just got to it. Just like, Gosh, you know, we're dude. just plugging in parts. I'm yeah. going around. All the Fresno. I'm finding out coaches. I'm letting players know that I want to play that are good. Come to their open run so we can see what kind of player you are too and then as well as <clears throat> going to businesses trying to look for sponsors you know people to help promote the event so we can get the more the, the community involved with what we're doing things of that nature but turned out quite good you know it wasn't a crazy turnout but we knew if we brought a high quality of basketball the the front end the back end part of things you know will as far as actually I should say the back end part of things because we're taking the front end part of things under you know control the back end part of things will just fall in place mm. so that's what yeah we just really focus on that and then just high quality of basketball slowly people started to find out by the last week we had about a good like 200 people maybe 150 yeah. for that championship game that was season one Champion. season one that's a pretty big bro that's a lot of people bro to pop yeah. out but hey season. hey for first day though we only had about four people in the crowd so yeah 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 yeah, it, yeah. Uh, humble <laughs> humble beginnings for sure exactly. i mean three Sorry. weeks yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but talk about your mindset then, bro. Because obviously, like, we talk a lot on the show about um, like business, right? Like business. We talk. We're meeting with a lot of like the aces of every single industry. You guys are the aces of what you guys are doing right now. Um, and talk about your mindset as far as seeing only four people in the crowd, bro. And you're like, damn, I had this big, big idea. Everything's supposed to be popping. It's supposed to be a huge event. And all of a sudden, like, four people show up, bro. Like, how did you not get discouraged? And how do you? How did you guys keep going? Um, mainly because like it, it wasn't too much about like like Ryan touched on it was about the players in season one, so like we couldn't control really how much you know how many people were going to show up, um, so it was more so what we can control is you know are the rules okay, can well, you know, um, you know is are they pro oriented are the referee can the referees manage the game, um, is there high level basketball being played are they are the players respecting the game, um, and if you're a player that's playing in at D one which we had D one players playing season one. You know, you're gonna choose to play here because this is the highest level of basketball you can organize basketball mm -hmm. that you can play over the summertime. So it was an easy, easy choice. Um, so those are the things that we really focused on, and we knew that like if we continue to make sure that you know week by week, just like we did with runs, week by week we improve, slowly iterate different ideas, improve certain things here and there, that everything else will kind of take care of itself. That's what we know. That's so dope, dude. I, you know what I'm interested in? What I've been kind of thinking about this whole time is um, how, how do you guys put together the teams? So, obviously, uh, a big part. <laughs> Everybody wants to know how we put together the teams. Bro, like, the way <laughs> we I might have to patent it. that process. <laughs> <laughs> no, <this is> <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we won't give you everything. Uh, you know, you don't have yeah. to. Yeah. You don't this, have is to. Just this is secret sauce right here. Um, we used to host uh, runs, right, uh -huh. each week on Wednesdays at the Clovis Rec. It would be like a Fresno pro -Am run. Mm -hmm. And uh, just based on that, we have, like, a, a bunch of different talent come in. And uh, we've played basketball, so we're able to judge the caliber of player, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So uh, uh, as we developed the rosters, we just uh, picked and choose guys we knew would be fit fit together, you know. Nice. And uh, it's kind of a hard process. Like it's, it's one of those things where you don't really know until you see them play the first yeah, time yeah. together, you know. Mm -hmm. 
But um, I say, like, we learned all that kind of first season. And so by season two, it was much easier. Yeah. Yeah, but. And it's, it's, it's a constant developing thing that we have to keep on working on because we're also coordinating with coaches. Yeah. Um, we're also coordinating. See, with season one, there was a lot of guys. We wanted to have teams. But a lot of guys are like, hey, I want to play, but it's only me and my buddy. Mm. And then it was like, okay, we can't make a team out of you and your buddy. We need to put you with some other guys that have buddies too. So uh, we put everything together that way. And then some guys be like, hey, I don't want to play with this guy. We'll talk to your coach. So then there's different processes that we have in place to where yeah. communication lines have That's to be. That's a real thing, though, bro. You it, it is a real thing. I mean, a and couple guys all, have beef. Not to cut you, you know? off, but it, and it, really, it, it really shows up in the performance on the players. And yep. yeah, it absolutely. really shows up into the scores. And it really shows up on the Instagram highlights. Yep. You know, when you see guys really performing. So – like, we take that in consideration, and we realize how important it is. Yeah, because I feel like, if anything, bro, like, you know, what you guys do, like what you guys were saying, if you focus on that, the player element of it, and the game itself, that's kind of the core of it. So I know that a big part of it has to be the team, dude. So, uh, man, it sounds like you guys kind of got, like, a little scouting. Like, you guys got a little scouting hats on, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like always. We, we got watch lists. Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. We got people sending us, like, lists of players. Hey, watch this guy. Watch this guy. Yeah. You know? Like, and, that, and that's separate in itself. Yeah. Well, dude, you know? Yeah, yeah. We got uh, people who reach out to us, you know, and uh, – have a list of guys they want to bring or, or guys that they want us to reach out to yeah, and play. Yeah. And, you know, we take that in consideration too. But we also have a process. Like, we have a player application, you know. So, yeah. we take that uh, very serious pretty much, you know. So Yeah, so just to touch on that a little bit. Like, season one, it was about registration. Usually when you hear registration, it's like, oh, I signed up, so I'm playing. Yep. Right. And so um, but in order for, we did that in season one, but in order for us to improve the, the quality of talent for season two, we we're like, hey, we got to change this from registration to application. Mm. You literally have to look at whether you have a resume or not. Right. Because this is this, this isn't this is a business yeah. for one, but this yeah. is also not a glorified <laughs> rec league. Right. Either. Yeah. We don't want so park legends like, out here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, we do take that. Like Seth said, we do take that process very seriously. Yeah. Damn, dude. Well, because for the most part, bro, most people would think, I mean, I would think, you know, I'm like, ah, I'm a three-point shooter, bro. I'm like, I think I got a nice shot. But then I, I step yeah. onto the court and I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't got it like that, bro, you know? Uh-huh. But so you know. dudes are like, no, I had a, you know, a Juco highlight, you know, mixtape, bro. I'm I'm, I'm solidified. I should be out here. And it's like, whoa, okay, that was 10 years ago. Like, be realistic, <laughs> okay? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Shout out to the Juco products. I'm one, too. So yeah. I got I got one from 10 years ago. <laughs> and I can, I can, but I'm still nice though. I still and like you. You're just throwing shots over here, bro. <laughs> Season three, you might see Commission out there. <laughs> That's funny. What former uh, Portville Pirate, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. there you go. Shout out you went to Portable too, though. No? Did my you? My brother went to Portable. You my brother, to he played baseball over there. Okay, oh, okay. nice. Yeah, nice. I, play, I play a little ball at Ridley. Uh, not basketball, though, football. Football, but, uh, okay. Yeah. okay. My brother, my brother he played at PC, so I, I know a little about Portable. Okay. Okay. okay, yeah. Shout out to Portable. Shout out to Portable. Shout out to PC. Yeah. That, that's so cool. You know, I, I, before I move on to this, bro, I, I'm interested in it. Um, do you guys, like, watch film on the guys? Like, when they send you the stuff in, like, do you watch film on them a little bit? Or it's just like, um, do you guys have, like, a little bit of an open runs, kind of like a tryout type of deal? You kind of scout yeah. people? and. So, yeah, Seth kind of touched on that, and Ryan kind of yeah. touched on that. We do have those those runs do kind of double as, like, a, an evaluation mm-hmm. period. Yeah. And some guys know that. Like, they'll go and, like, yo, watch me, you know, yeah. and, 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 and we Earn watch. that spot, yeah. Yeah, they want to yeah. earn that spot, and, and that shows a uh, – um, but to your to your question about the videos, so in the application process, there's like you have you can there's there's an optional thing where you can send a video in. Mm. 
Um, some guys we already know we don't really need to check it. Um, <laughs> other guys we do have to check it, yeah. you know, because mind you, when you're building a roster, you know, you want to be make sure that all the pieces make sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, again, that's hard to do, yes. but you know, you don't but want we, ten centers out there on one team, you know, no, yeah, right, yeah. right. There's only ten centers in the valley. There's only ten centers in the valley, so you know, it's a really guard heavy league. So we try to distribute that, you know, evenly as possible. But you know, here and there, you're gonna have you know teams with more guards, things like that. But we're consistently, yeah. And me personally. When I'm hearing any names or I'm, like, going through the application, uh, you know, process, seeing who's, you know, applying, I'm actually clicking those, you know, links. Or I'm looking up their Instagram mm. or their name on, yeah. you know, whatever website. And then I'm trying to look and see if it's, it's more any so like films. if we don't have a general idea of the player. That's, yeah, it, okay. that's the only time, yeah. If I know you, I know kind of what your play style is. Okay, let me see what's admitted yeah. about it. And, like, let me take a look at your, you know, Instagram. Or if we have that clip of, like, a little highlight tape. Let me see what you're working yeah. with or, you know, things like that. Damn, that's so dude. So you're, so you're one, a little quick recap. You're one, you guys kind of get the system down, right? And then I feel like year two, dude, was really like, it's just kind of popped off, dude. <laughs> so talk, get into that, dude. Get, get, get into year two. Uh, year one was trial and error. You kind of figured out the system. I feel like year two when you guys came in, <coughs> I, you know, it sounds like you guys had the system ready. And, uh, I mean, a lot of things happened in year two, man. Yeah, a lot of things happened. And, and but very small, th- like we wanted to make sure that certain processes got got fine tuned, like the application process. Mm-hmm. Um, your two is really about like managing expectations to a lo- to a large degree in certain ways because, mm-hmm. yeah, guys are excited for another season. Yes, we're gonna have another season. We don't know what's to come, and part of that is good. Part of that is a little scary, um, because you know we take and consider public safety and all those yep. different things. So we're grabbing security and different things of that nature, but. Um, yeah, season two, we didn't know what to expect, but we know we just keep keep it, keep it organized and everything works it out. out. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Extended day, bro. I mean, you talked about security, safety, stuff like that. One of the things that caught my interest is like, if you ever, if you're ever, if you're at home right now, and I'm sure all of us, if you ever hooped on a court with someone, like it doesn't matter if you're homies, your boys, like. Sometimes that, it can get kind of hectic, a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets a little competitive, and I feel like that's one of the coolest things about yeah. like ball is that. It can get competitive, but at the end of the day, it's all for the love of the game. So we talked a little bit about your first start, first couple seasons. Um, but one of the things we didn't touch on too much yet is that just kind of like your love for the game, bro. Like, how, how did that start for you guys? Because obviously, a lot of people love basketball, right? A lot of people yeah. think about basketball. A lot of people play basketball on the weekends. But not everyone can make basketball and make their love for the game like an actual career like you guys are doing. So talk about that. Talk about how you guys did that and just kind of how you guys are doing it right now. Uh, you want to start? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we all grew up playing basketball. You know, we all played kindergarten all the way to high school. You know, um, some went to different levels. You know, Alton played college. Me and him didn't play college, but I mean, we've always been around the game. You know, we've always been around basketball players from guys that are older than us to guys that are newer. You know, newer to the scene. So uh, it's just something we've always done because ourselves, we still play. We still play weekly together. So uh, we still even meet new people. So it's just one of those things. It's just always been a way of life for us. So it's just kind of been easy to navigate through the basketball world, life. you know, because <laughs> it's just something we've always done. Yeah. That's so cool, man. That I never thought I would say this, but, like, before um, I got to this age and I got to this stage in my life where um, I have more fun doing this now than I ever did playing the game of basketball. Mm. Mind you, like, I, I, you know, we all want to play pro. Like, this is a pro-am league. You're either amateur or you're professional. Professionals are getting paid to do this. That's what almost what constitutes you as being a professional uh, in today's world. But um, shoot, we you know playing 
I would play at a rec league. I would play in, in college. When I was at PC, I would play at a rec league. I would play at a park. I would drive my car down the street and all they're playing basketball, go grab my shoes out my car or whatnot. Um, and that was fun. I was just doing it for the love of it. Mind you, to, to get paid, you don't do that. You don't, you, don't, you don't put your body on the line at a park playing mm-hmm. against people who aren't on the same path and play this game for the same reasons for you. Mm-hmm. But, man, I have so much fun, more fun doing this and, and being able to leverage the experience of being a JUCO product. Right, because like we have a bunch of CVC uh, Central Valley uh, Conference guys that play in this league, and coaches re- coaches are reaching out. And I know the the JUCO plight. Like I know it's not easy, man. You get you get your FAFSA, you get your financial aid, and you gotta you gotta make do. You gotta pay for your books, but you also gotta pay for your living. But you also gotta put food in your mouth. So you may have to go get food stamps. You may, I know that whole journey. And so to be able to provide this platform where they can get that exposure, it's cool for me, and I and I love it. And uh, and again, I just never thought I would say like, man, I love doing stuff around the game better than actually being in the game. For me, yeah, and yeah, s- same goes for me. I mean, my journey, me personally, just grew up in a household with two older brothers. I'm the youngest, so any area where I can, you know, put my stamp on, where you know I'm solidified, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a big, you know, big dog around here. So you know, it was always, you know, dog fights outside, and yeah, all of us outside. Cul-de-sac days. You gotta be real. Bro. How, how many I times did they post you up when you were younger? Oh, it was every time. <laughs> usually about like three times out of ten is gonna end the fight. It's like <laughs> yeah, when I was young, I was just very hot-headed. But uh, that was just my fire for the game. I just did not like losing. Just and me and him played so much just growing up. It's just I was used to playing older people. I was used to playing you know bigger, stronger people. And then so when I would go to the park or I would go to anywhere else, they would just think it's automatically that. And it's just like, no, I like to get physical. Like I'm used to playing bigger dudes. Like, I like that you want to have that approach. Like you're actually playing <laughs> towards my game now, okay? And then just me, I just I love like <clears throat> I love the spirit that comes with the basketball game, talking mess. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's just like life. That's what. I translate, you know, basketball to life. It's going to be adversity. There's going to be ups and downs. You know, are you going to stay consistent through it? You know what I mean? Are you just going to be stagnant, just go with the flow of it and just play back in the coast? Are you going to actually lead people? Things of that nature. But, yeah, I mean, my yeah, journey towards it, yeah, just loved it. But I really do enjoy more so of the backside of things just to, you know, help people on a business standpoint because that's what people don't really know when you're taking that next leap as far as from playing this for fun. <laughs> To actually making this a living, it's a business, it's entertainment. So you have to take it serious. You know what I mean? Now it Fresno State grad too, business grad by the way. So <laughs> hey, I appreciate that yeah. very much. I mean, I yeah. Appreciate that. Also another graduate. I dropped yeah, out, so yeah. I commend my brothers for doing that. And my, my, we got our other brother back here in the cuts right That's here too. Cool, right? That's Jordan Williams back there. But it's cool, bro, because you guys all make like the team, right? Like, you guys are all yeah. like you guys talked about different positions, right? There's a there's a lot of point guards, and there might not be a couple centers, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you have a starting five on the court, everyone has their own job and everyone yep. has their own duty, right? So exactly. it's cool because talking to you guys, you guys all have that same exact thing where you guys know your lane, you guys mm-hmm. do your thing well, and you guys let the other guys focus on their lanes. You know, you guys kind of have your own thing to do. And that's exactly. how you win. Appreciate exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what's up with the time? We good? Okay, cool. I had that mental clock. It was starting to click in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. Um, what happened? Six minutes. Uh, there we go. A little bit off. Um, so, okay. Season two. You guys are clicking. Um, I, I want to touch on something that all three of you guys mentioned right now, dude, and is that you guys are, oh, you love the back end, but I feel like the reason why you guys love the back end is because 
you get to impact the people that you were once those people, right? You were once those people in those shoes Absolutely. and you get to really impact them, dude. So how, how does, a, how do you guys, what do you guys do? What does the pro am do for the players to help them kind of get to the next level? So pro or we, we, <laughs> there was this interview. I, I can't remember who this person was, but they, um, it was almost like a f- season one critique. They're like, yeah, it was fun, but it needs to be more pro oriented. And mm-hmm. I love feedback like that. And I was like, okay, let's, let's implement this next year. Um, took that to you know took that to heart really because that's when we started to look into getting an NBA sanction. So like that's what's more pro than that. Um, but we like to surround the players like we like we had we had um ah, I feel bad because I miss, I forget her name but she used to show up she showed up every week for season two um, to give guys massages to make sure that they you know their bodies is warmed up you know what I mean just like those things that surround the players every single game um, are super important. We um, also did a um, an academy for our coaches through USA Basketball. And it's pretty much essentially like a course that we put together. It's like a couple of courses um, so that the coaches can get refreshed on what it takes in order to, to, to coach at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important, right, because we're talking – I had a conversation um, a couple of weeks ago with Coach um, Von Webb and, and Coach uh, Hudson at Fresno State, and they tipped their hats for what we were doing at Fresno Pro-Am. And that meant a lot. It means a lot because, you know, these are established – uh, educational institu- institutions and um they want to know when they when they send isaiah hill and donovan yap over to fresno program or you know you know that they're taking care of and that they're getting some good you know that their summers are productive exactly. right their summers are productive and we're taking care of them uh things of that nature. so I, you know just to kind of touch on i don't know if you want to yeah. touch on some of the services uh, yeah um just the whole the whole concept itself it's just strictly catered to the players, you know. Yeah, so like, I agree. We don't get a lot out of this, you know, other yeah. than the content of building something that's beneficial for the community, right. you know. Um, everything we offer is just strictly for the players. So whether it's the application or helping them out, uh, figure anything out in regards to that, because mm-hmm. there is steps in the application and there's a fee. So, you know, we're directive. You know, individual. We can have conversations and things like that. You know, we're really approachable. And like we said, it's family-owned, man, so it's kind of hard to, to you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a different feeling, bro, especially family-owned. You can kind of feel how passionate you guys are about helping these guys get to the next level. And so you mentioned on the same topic of getting to the next level, you guys mentioned NBA sanctions. So people at home, and me particularly, I know and I was looking into it, I was like, man, what does NBA sanction mean, and how does that really impact them to get to the next level? That's a good question. Um, sanctioning, when you think about sanctioning, it's almost like a – it's almost like a quality control type of thing, especially with the application process to, with the NBA. And um, it's just to ensure that everything is to, to a T. They want to know the court size. They want to know how far the, the bleachers for, or the seats from the court. Um, all these different things. Um, do you have medical staff there? So it, it, it's, it really serves as a, as a quality control, but it also doubles as like, hey, you guys can now have NBA players play on that court. So they want it to be quality because they, they want to be able to say that, hey, yes, you guys can allow, you know, you guys can have Jalen Green come play. You guys can have Giannis Antetokounmpo come play. So Rudy Gay, Quincy Pondexter, whomever. So um, that's, that's primarily what a, an NBA sanction um, does for a pro and basketball league. Oh shit! Man. Now we know, yeah. Because I know we're talking yeah, about yeah. Dude, what, what does it mean yeah. to be NBA sanctioned. So that's cool, dude. Um, it kind of is kind of it's kind of like the like the stamp, like the certification. Like, this is legit. You know, you guys are you guys are you guys are good to go, dude. Yeah, um, that's cool, bro. Because not necessarily like a clapback, right? But like, 
whenever you see that comment, right, you want to get better. And it's cool. You can, guys can tell you guys are always looking to constantly improve. But whenever you see that comment of like, oh, I need to get a little more pro. Right. Like the stamp of like, hey, we're a little more pro is it's there NBA sanction, yeah. bro. <laughs> and there's some other stuff that I've seen that I'm, we're definitely going to take in consideration next year. So I, I pay attention. I, I, you know, quality control. We, we always want to make sure that all our processes are nice. And focus. we're not perfect yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. But so, you know, we're, we're just looking for that next way to – Better serve the players, better serve the league, better serve the city of Fresno, right? Because, you know, when our mayor show when the mayor shows up to, to you know, gotta make sure everything's right because yeah. it's Fresno pro am. So, yeah. yeah. And then I feel like you mentioned Fresno, bro. Fresno, one of the biggest things. I know you guys had a uh, Micah Market team, right? Uh, yeah. This shout year, out, yeah. Shout out to Eddie. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah, out to Wutangzi, my bad. Yeah, bro. Wutangzi, Wutangzi, He's the guy. So one of the things he said, we had him on a couple. Uh, yeah, 100%. So whenever we first started, we had him on. And uh, what he said is that Fresno really is like that diamond in the rough because not a lot of people look at Fresno as like what it is. They always overlook Fresno. Ah, it's just a city in the middle. But like realistically, Fresno is in the middle of everything. Yeah, <clears throat> Geographically, like our position, yeah, you're right. We're in the middle of everything. Um, I like the diamond in the rough uh, yeah. perspective, but I dare also too because I say it all the time. Like we're, we we like to take this underdog approach in Fresno, mm -hmm. but in often, a lot of times, like you know, we have to remember that we've seen a lot too. Mm -hmm. We've seen a lot. We've seen top NBA picks, top NFL picks. We've seen people who have gone on and done some great things. Yes. So sometimes I think we forget that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we need to move like, hey, we've been here before, all right? Yeah. Like, let's not act like this is new. Mm -hmm. And the largely we have to look at Pro-Am the same way, right? Because, yeah, we're two seasons in, but look, Pro-Am basketball been around for 50, 60 years. We're late. Yes. We're late. Very. And we've also seen so many great basketball players here. So seeing great pas basketball players here is nothing new. Like, let's not act like this is brand new. Um, we're happy this is here. But I guess this is just my perspective. Yeah. Um, and I guess this keeps, keeps me um, – Keeps me, keeps me, yeah, it keeps me motivated keeps and, and yeah, pushing yeah, forward. Yeah. I don't know. Always improve. That, you know what? That, 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 is, that, that is a good point, though, because um, even for me, when I think about it, bro, it's I do take that approach of, like, diamond in the rough. But, yeah. you know, when you were saying that, I was like, damn, no, you're right, bro. Like, we do we do pump out, like, we have some real ones. You know, you got Josh yeah. Allen, PG, uh, a bunch of people kind of yeah. came out of the valley, dude. So, <laughs> we're first on state, you know, Devontae. Um, so, damn, hey, that's a new perspective, actually. I, that, that opened me up right now. We've damn. been here. Yeah, we've been we've here. Been we've, here been we've been here. here. Yeah. We've been here before, too. You know, yeah. so it's not, we're not underdogs, really. Yeah. And I feel like what people, they kind of like underestimate the exposure level of Fresno, where mm -hmm. it had the potential. Like, you know, and at the end of the day, we're still in California, you guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's what people I feel like don't understand. Like, it's only two and a half hours from the Bay Area, three and a half hours from L.A. Like, that is only a three and a half hour, three and a half hour trip from you making a lifetime decision that could change your life forever. You never yep. know, like, what kind of conversation you'll be, you know, in those areas. You know what I mean? And then even in the Valley, like, it might get overlooked, but... There's people here in the valley have like a deep connections, you know what I mean? Yeah. That you, yeah, it's, you <laughs> never know who you're talking to at all. Yeah. Like, you know, simple as that. Yeah, I feel like really, bro, you guys described it perfectly as far as like whenever you said underdog. That's that's really the mentality. And I know, we, like you said, we shouldn't have taken because we've, we've been here, bro. Like Fresno State has produced top-level athletes, and they've been doing it. You look at Paul George, right? You look at Pondexter. You look at Aaron Judge. I mean, there's so many other ones. Derek Carr, Judge. right? Javante Adams. I mean, we can go on and on, right? And that's right. just some of the ones that most people know. But there's so many other ones that have produced like high-level talent that have went on to the league and, and done great things. But, I mean, it's Fresno, bro. That's, that's the pride of Fresno right there. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's, for sure. That's so dope, dude. And now um, I know that you guys are gonna get a little bit uh, like a, I don't want to say a better way to expose it, but another tool. You guys add another tool to the to the to the Fresno program, and that's that the whole thing, the partnership with YouTube, dude. What is it? I just seen that 
Uh, what, what is going on with that? So, um, you know, YouTube has a partnership program. Yeah. Um, we're looking to get ours up and going. Um, the, uh, you know, there's lots of content out there with, you know, with our league and we see other leagues in the space, um, that have YouTube channels. Um, but we want to make sure that we, we're there too, you know, we're there too. And, um, there's different content ideas that we're, uh, playing with in terms of, um, how we how how we want to show this side of basketball, this category of basketball. I always say category of basketball because like there's the NBA, there's all these different, you know, there's street ball, there's yeah. so this category of basketball, which is pro am. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what that is, yeah. and uh, I don't want to touch too much into you know, on it because yeah. we have we can't we can't reveal all the sauce. Yeah, yeah we can't reveal all of it. And I would say a main uh, key reason in that decision yeah. is just uh, basically catering catering towards our consumer bases. You know, we're on Instagram. Not really quite heavily, but we have a known presence there. Mm -hmm. So it's now it's time to grow in other areas because, like, I would say, like, at most of our games, there's quite, like, a younger crowd. Mm -hmm. And me, personally, when I'm going through the city of Fresno and, like, they see I have my Pro-Am shirt on or I'm talking basketball and they hear, oh, we actually have, you know, dudes that been in the pro or, you know, in college that Fresno State actually mm -hmm. playing. It's for free, this and that. Oh, I'm trying to go, but they don't have a medium to actually, you know, be able to see that. Mm -hmm. So just more exposure for us to, you know, get to the, yeah. the eyes and the ears of people that actually want to listen to us yeah. or watch you guys, us. You guys have gotten pretty good exposure so far. I know that in the championship round of uh, season two, right, mm -hmm. you guys had – can you guys talk a little bit about who you guys had there? Little shout-outs, kind of give them the flowers a little bit and give you guys your flowers yeah, too. That was, that was like – Those tag, Those are stag lineup. Bro, if you look at Fresno Pro Am, that event, bro, is like, like I, all over the news. I know it, it's it's actually crazy going through it from an organizer standpoint because right before that we're like oh man this is yeah, we're tired stress. we're tired yeah, right definitely stressful <laughs> <We're> st <laughs> that's it's the last a, week no huh so that, yeah. that's like the seventh eighth week right right yeah. seventh yeah. week yeah um shout outs <laughs> so we we ended up partnering with the Troy Center um and Quincy Pondexter to put together a, a giveaway a back to school giveaway gave away over two hundred and uh no. 2,500, 2, yeah, 2,500 backpacks and supplies to the community. Damn, it was sick. a great, uh, great turnout, and uh, Quincy Pondexter laced him up for the first time in, like, yeah. year, many years since he played at San Joaquin Memorial. So uh, shout-out to him, and he, he created his own roster and, um, you know, brought some influences out like Maxis Nice and Jaden Hardy. Um, who else? White Iverson. Rudy Gay. Oh, Rudy, Rudy Gay. Shout-out to Rudy Gay. <laughs> Hardy's brother, uh, Amari Hardy, he did his thing. Yeah, he even tapped um, the mayor, the Fresno mayor, Mayor Di uh, Jerry Dyer, to be a coach. Um, who else? I don't want to forget anybody, but there are so many people that were just lined up on the baseline yeah. to watch front row and center. Um, it was huge. It, it was huge. I had to watch videos at the end of it and was like, yo, this happened, that happened. Yeah. Because you guys in the moment, bro. I mean, you guys yes. being on the back, and you probably couldn't take it in as much because yeah. you guys are probably running around crazy. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, sure. The whole time, I, I <laughs> yeah. literally took, like, two videos. I think when I left, like, the gym, I didn't want to hang out with anybody for, like, a good, like, three, four hours. I was just at Chipotle chilling, just, like, watching, like, all those videos on repeat, just like, did this really just happen? <laughs> it really just happened. It really just happened. Yeah. It really just, and just going back and forth. It was so surreal, so surreal. But to touch up on that, yeah, just making sure everybody's comfortable, you know, feel yeah. safe, protected. Like, uh, it's a huge responsibility when you got that many people inside mm -hmm. one area, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't want to take that lightly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's like 
50 percent of the stress in itself you know so. sure public safety where you, you got a story oh yeah i was gonna say you guys can ask him i was not playing about that when it came to that oh yeah right when the security uh pulled up yeah let me have a conversation with you guys i'm not yeah. playing yeah <laughs> i remember hitting that. the group chat like hey security <laughs> meetings at this time yeah. and uh and i thought i'm thinking in my head like i'm gonna tell them what's going Ryan pulls up and he's like, "Yeah, so we got this, we got that. You make sure you're over there. We would we would get this door over here. Yeah, these two doors are locked. That one is only for approved personnel. This one is for regular people. Like, there's only door. Like, I wasn't playing because like one like it has to be that. And the thing is like with me, like and he weak because I'm not playing. Like Ryan is like the one you give a whistle to. He's the one that has the whistle. Right? He's blowing that thing. I'll happily snap on somebody. But like I don't want to. But no, we're not doing that. But no, like. Because just one with me is just, like, we have professional players here, NBA players. This is Fresno. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, it's a bad city, but I'm just never going to put it past them. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, has, it is improving, but the thing is with me, I want everybody to go home safe. Everybody, from a little kid all the way to whoever, the oldest person yep. in it. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know, I'm going to just have this conversation with them. So we're on the same page. So, one, the players feel safe as well as the NBA players. And then, two, for me being safe as well, too, because I'm walking around everywhere. I'm leaving stuff here. I want to, I know my family's going to be like, you know, watching my personal items, but I want to know when I'm taking a step out the door to get a quick breather, the security guard is there, and, you know, just in case somebody, want, you know, just for any instance, you know, want them fully aware. That many people, bro, that many people in a room, you got to you gotta have some safety precautions, bro. You know? It is huge, yeah. 100%. So I know you guys talked, we touched a little bit upon the, uh, the fan experience, right, making sure the experience is top flight, top notch, and everything that I've heard about Fresno Prime attending the events, it's top notch, bro. And, um, so I want, I want to take people at home, right? People at home that are watching this at home, and they're like, man, Fresno Prime. I'm sure if you're watching this all the way up until here, they're probably like, damn, I missed out, right? They're feeling a little bit of like that FOMO a little bit. So I want you guys to take them through at home what it's like to attend a Fresno Pro-Am. So they go up, the, you know, the, from the ticket booth to the snacks you guys got to the atmosphere to sitting, you know, where can they sit, where can they find tickets? Take them through that. Yeah, so we, you know, it's funny because I, I actually Googled Fresno Pro-Am and, uh, and it was like, you know, people who search this also search Fresno Prime tickets. And we don't have a ticketing system. Yeah. It's actually open to the public and it's free to walk in. Yeah. So of all ages, yes. So yeah. a lot of people are like, hey, how much does it cost? Well, it's free. Just walk in. Yeah. Um, we have a donation. Yeah, it's for oh. the community. So yeah. like, wow. it's like That's so big true. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you'll see. You'll see a donation box at the front door. You also you may see one of our, uh, my dad, your dad, anybody. You know what I mean? Somebody sitting at the front. Um, and uh, it's an all-day basketball event. So, like, if you're a basketball purist, if you love to be around the game or if you love to follow, you know, guys who, who play around in this area, you, you, you'll, you'll love it. It's, it's a little cold. We, we hear that a lot. Yeah. But it's also summertime, too, so, like, yeah. you don't complain too much about yeah, it. Fresno, I'd rather be cold than warm in Fresno, bro. So. Yeah, right. no, seriously. Right. But uh, <laughs> it's good basketball going on. And like I said, like, all those things on the back end that we, 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 um, we make sure – are, are, are good. It helps produce uh, a better performance on the court. And, and not to take anything away from the players because the guy, those guys are always training. These guys are always in the Absolutely. gym. Um, and they go out there, and we would just want to create this atmosphere where they can go out there and do what they practice to do and what they train to do and get better. There you have it, folks. If you haven't been, dude, if you haven't been to a prom game, uh, you got to go. Season three. When, when does season three start, by the way? Um, we don't have a date yet. We don't even have a location yet. We don't have a location. Mid June, end of June. We usually try to start end of June, summer, uh, mid June. Yeah, summer. summer. It's it's for sure. It's summer. Summer twenty twenty four. So more than likely, we'll be more than likely having some open gym events here and there. Try to you know get some stuff going. Yeah. Just again, 
community involvement. If someone wants to qualify, bro, they're thinking this at home. Like, not only do they want to attend, but they're like, they're looking at their shoes in the corner of the room. They got some Jordans over there, and they're like, maybe it's time to dust them off, bro. Like, <laughs> what, what do they need to do to qualify to to play in the pro? I'm like, send their application in. We'll take a look at it. Yeah, I I encourage that. Okay. I encourage that. Um, Is there anything that stands out from application to application that can really help them set themselves apart? <laughs> yeah, well, last season yeah. we had over 150 yeah, applications. Yeah, we had like around 150 applications. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's okay to send an application, but, you know, be realistic. You know, like if you're not going off at your local, you know, like if you're not – College or, or something like that, that's a good point. Whatever the case is, yeah, you just – it just might not work for you, you know. And some people have to learn the hard way, you know. So some people have qualified and they still do qualify, but when they get out there they realize they're not qualified. Mm. Exactly. So, just one of those things. And the one thing, like, how we kind of base it off of is just, like, your level of play. Like, you know, you like you said, you see your, you know, your Jordans in the corner of your room, a little dusty. Yeah. Okay, that kind of explains a little bit, you know. Like, <laughs> Why are they dusty? dusty? Yeah. Like, they might be dusty for a reason. So Keep I the believe dust you should clean them with a disinfectant wipe and then really put some drills in first. <laughs> and then come holler at us. And then we're going to, you know, really evaluate yeah. your game if you're really – and the thing is, we base it off of how serious you're taking it. Yeah. You know, if you're just trying to come out here and have a highlight, you know, mixtape, that's cool. That's where you come to the open gyms when, you know, you can bring your camera, things like that. Because, you know, these people that are coming out here, and that's the thing, and we I, we honestly see it at the program as well, too. It's people coming out here for highlights, people coming out here for exposure, people coming out here taking it serious just to get their foot in the door, you know, the exposure, you know, things like that, or making a statement. Yeah. And so we just gauge it by that, and then just it just depends on how you're approaching the game, and then we see where we can fit you in and serve you as best, personally, I'll say. I was just going to add that, you know, we have guys that, that – are fighting for minutes that are fighting. They're on rosters. They've gone through the application process. Um, they're fighting for minutes, and, and that's a real thing. Like, you know, if you're, if you're a junior college player, you're among some guys who actually pay their bills doing this thing. Um, you know, a real, a real thing is like, hey, how can I get on the floor? And, and um, I don't want to dive too much into those details, but, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, – yeah. yeah. No, but it's real, bro, because I feel like competitive. If you're, at, if you're at home watching this on the same note, bro, it's like if you're a real hooper, you're rolling into basketball, like it's – it's your thing. Like, you respect the fact that you're fighting for minutes, right? You hear that and you're like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to have to go work for it, right? I'm, I'm not going to get free minutes because mm -hmm. that takes the whole competitive nature out of it, right? Yeah. 100%. You would think so, too, but we're adults, too, you know? Yeah. So, some guys live in fantasy world, you know? So. They got that 2K My Player it's on all, the blacktop, bro. It's responsibility, bro, and... man, to, to weave those guys out, you know? All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it happens. It happens by itself, really. Yeah. A lot of times, you know. It, a lot of times, um, but the player evaluation process is something that you know is it's 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 critical, it's, it's critical man. Uh, yeah, yeah. What about if I got like Giannis? I don't. You know, he's known to kind of spend some time in Fresno. You know. What, what if he? What if you see that name in the application? What's your message to Giannis? Huh? What? What's what's your message to to, to Giannis? He's coming to Fresno. Um, he, he see Fresno Pro Am. What's your message to him? Bro? My message is come out and play. You know what I mean? Come out and play. We understand that you know he has uh, Fresno ties, mm -hmm. um, and, and it's not even about what what we say. The front no, office yeah. is really not. And I want to make I want to make this very very clear. Like it's not about who we want to see. It's about a lot of times it's about the fans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about the fans. It's about the people who want to go watch Giannis play for not a dollar. Mm -hmm. Right now they cannot do that unless he goes and plays on the pro am floor. 
Um, so I, I really, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that because uh, I, I really yes. want to get that across because sometimes, you know, some people think they're going to go out there and play for us. And it's like, you're not going out there and playing for us. You know, there's fans out there that actually want to go out there and see you play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People like kind of like ask us like, Oh, when are you guys going to have that person out there? When are you guys going to have that person? I mean, like, we just can't call these professional dudes like, Hey, take a break out of your million dollar schedule and come play basketball for free. And actually look like, come on, they're professionals. These they have kids to feed, families to take care of, you know, so we have to respect their schedule. You know, we would love, you know, when people, you know, at Giannis, always in Fresno, Fresno Prime, we're going to, you know, show that love, you know, repost it, you know, <clears throat> to kind of get that, you know, ball rolling. But we're not going to force him, but we'll reach out. Yeah, yeah. Especially that's at that a, level. Out of our control. No, especially at that level. Especially yeah. at that yeah. level. I mean, sometimes exactly. agents will say, hey, don't do that. Yeah. Exactly. It's not worth it. Uh-huh. Don't go do it. Yeah. You know, and as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at the end of the day, bro, I feel like if you create a good product, you create a good platform, they're going to come anyways, right? That's what, that's what we always revert back to. And mm-hmm. we just focus on that. We always have portion. open, you know, welcome in arms. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. I think the ways are going. I don't think it's a matter of if. I, honestly, God, I think it's a matter of when. You know, I, I think uh, I think guys like that are coming. Um, you guys are putting Fresno on the map. Fresno is already on the map. Uh, but as far as, like, the basketball culture goes, man, like you were saying, the pro, we're a little bit late on it. I didn't even know that. Um, so it was really cool to know, dude. But you guys are, you guys are putting us on the map. And uh, the whole community, everybody that plays basketball, um, the things you guys are doing, bro, for like, even the little kids that are barely starting to pick up basketball, by the time they get older, man, it's going to be who knows where these things going to be, man. So, Yeah, one of the, my favorite stories about, I think it was this past season, um, so a, a kid who, who posted his jersey, and it was a signed jersey by um, Rock Johnson Jr. He's one of our all-stars in our league. Um, I didn't. When I found that story, I found that he also Rock did the same thing for him last year. So Rock's given him both of his, you know, game jerseys. So Damn. from the past two seasons, that's cool. <clears throat> it's stories like that. That's like, yo, that's just, this is so cool. Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they have junior college guys on our posters and things like that, and them signing autographs. I wasn't signing autographs as a JUCO product, <laughs> but at the Fresno Program things like that it's happen, happen. so it's, it's it's really cool to see those things that's crazy bro. i think it's easy to get caught up sometimes too in the business right like you become so focused on it's a business you want it to work you want to create the environment stuff but at the end of the day it's still ball bro like it's for the love of the game yeah yeah not to be confused we, we're, we've been talking about a lot of business elements of it um but yeah i think that's the that's the thread it's like it's a shared love of the game Mind you, you talking to guys who ain't made a dime off of it. Yeah. Well, we do nothing but love this game. So <laughs> he's losing. Nah, I'm not losing. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's definitely what keeps this league together for sure. Yeah, bro. And you guys are putting on a good league too, bro. And I, on the top of putting on good leagues, good products, I know one of the best products out there for sports, right, is Nike. And you guys recently announced you guys have that big sponsorship partnership with Nike. So talk a little bit about that and uh, what we can expect for the upcoming season. Yeah, um, major shout out to Nike. I mean, we we don't necessarily have a sponsorship, or we're not positioned to be in a sponsorship to to where we get like jerseys thrown at us and bags thrown at us. Um, we'd yet. love to be in. The, yeah, not yet. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. But that's a, definitely a business goal for us. Um, and we're open to you know we're open to talk to different brands when it comes to that. Um, sooner than later, they're going to look at the Fresno market and say, hey, there's something going on with this basketball community. We want to be a part of it, and that's what we're 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 still waiting for that call. Absolutely. You guys have a lot of good sponsors so far, bro. And the coolest part about it is a lot of the sponsors we see from you guys is, like, here in Fresno, bro. Like, they're local we're businesses local. that yes. do it here, bro. Yep. Yes. We, we, we try to keep it organic as much as possible. But, yeah. Top of, like, what? Top three on my head. My guy, Market. Shout out to him, my dog. Chill, sweet. You guys trying to have a chill, good time, man. A good spot to go to. 
Absolutely. And then as well as what Central Valley Sports. How do you go about getting a, a team? I'm not to get trapped, How do you go about getting a team? Like if you're a business right now, you want to tell a business. How do you how do you get a team? So this past season we did naming rights. So like mm. Eddie, you know, or my bad, Wu Tangzi, he had a. <laughs> I've been calling Eddie for a long time. Um, Wu Tangzi has a has a has naming rights for the like I think it was last couple seasons or I don't know, but. Um, we actually businesses can actually get that. Um, we may be moving to a different process moving into season three, um, but yeah. So, but we also have uh, the jersey jersey sponsors patches um, that we're looking into this upcoming season. Um, so those are all wide open, and 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 we're we're all for working with businesses that are that see what's going on in the basketball community and want to support the mission that the basketball community is on. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily for those who. Uh, whose missions aren't aligned with ours, if exactly. that makes sense. Uh, yeah, 100%, bro. And at the end of the day, bro, if you're watching this at home, I talk about, I, you guys probably noticed, I talk about people at home. But <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching this at home. You guys have a business. I mean, I understand it, no, right? Like the amount of eyeballs you guys have on your guys' game, it's not just like a blacktop pickup game, bro. Like nope. you guys are yeah. putting off like pro-level performances, pro-level competitive leagues that mm-hmm. are like, I mean, for your business, if you're watching this as a business, like, the eyeballs and the exposure you're going to get out of this is like second to none, bro. The biggest thing, the biggest thing with partnerships with brands um, is is how they exist in the basketball world. Because one thing about the basketball community is we'll embrace, like we've embraced the heck out of my guy market. We've embraced, yeah. embraced the heck out of CVS, and like the guys will wrap in in and uh, uh, not to name drop any other pocket, but my our guy though, our guy Frank. Um, yeah, bring the juice. Frank. Yeah, I mean you'll see bring the juice hats all over the place. Yep. I was gonna wear mine today like, because his merch is sick, bro. Yeah, his merch is oh, sick. Merch. Yeah. Because those who who support the mission that Fresno Prime is on, like they're really like having conversations with guys and things of that nature, and that's really a, a huge portion. It's not about slapping a logo on something because I've exactly. seen that being done. Uh, it's not organic, and this thing has only grown organically. Mm-hmm. So that's how we got to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and, and the people that actually want to be sponsors, they're actually invested. You know, they actually want to come to the games. They want to actually, you know, try to get course size seats. They want to meet the players. They want to, you know, get to know our some of like of our processes, what we're doing. You know, preparing for these events, yeah. things like that. So it's actually like a level of interest, and, you know, and intrigueness that they're actually showing us. So it makes us actually want to do business, yeah, more yeah, yeah. business with them. I feel like it's not even really like a like a sponsorship, right? It's more of like a partnership. It seems like, right? That's more how it we is. try to how to yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's game changer, bro. I mean, you guys both grow. You're both growing as a business, and a lot of times we we have our business, in, and I know that our business we've sponsored different things where it is more of like that slap the logo on, and you're like, dang, you want to be more invested in it, bro. Yeah, and yeah, I feel absolutely. like for this, it's the coolest thing because you guys allow the sponsors to become a partner, and as far as like. Get invested in it, bro. Show up, like, show up, support your team, bro. Absolutely. Eddie was doing, he was emceeing some of his games with his team on the floor. That was one of the coolest things a part of the last season. You know, you want to see your, you know, you want to see your your team name in the winning column. And you want to do what you can to make sure that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as on social media. Yep. You know, constantly putting the fuel in the fire on the guys on his team on social media. (laughs) Yep. Bragging, things of that nature. But, I mean, that's all part of the spirit that we embrace, you know. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen uh, Wu Tangzi dribble a basketball, but he was in that he was in that <laughs> huddle coaching them dudes up. And he was telling that Coach him. Prime, Coach Wu Tangzi, baby. Yeah, he was yeah. not playing, yeah. Coach E. You better man, put some respect on it. <laughs> oh, no. That's so dope, dude. 
You're on this team, bro. You haven't been in the huddle. I feel like after you leave that huddle, you're going to leave pretty fired up, bro. There's no way. Yeah, he's on the mic. He's on the mic. He was on, he was on the M- mic? Yes, he was on the mic. Everyone in the crowd Everyone. heard him talking. <laughs> and he's cheering for his team. That's how invested he is. Uh, that's cool. That's so cool, bro. So, wow. you know, things like Everybody that Everybody doesn't. At the yeah, that, that's not something that I, I agree with. No, Everybody yeah. Everybody should be able to do. But. He's definitely qualified, too. He's, he's qualified, qualified, bro. He's bike certified yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he, he's a good MC, bro. He's a good MC, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he knows how to rock a crowd. That's yeah, he dope. definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick, bro. So obviously, the first two seasons are in the books. Upcoming season three, the uh, 2024. Now, I mean, it's summer. almost here, right? 2024 of uh, the summer. So yeah. what can people expect for the upcoming season? Um, stay tuned because season th- season three, I almost said season two. Season three, um, it's going to be bigger and better. Um And that's not even just me hyping it up. It's just it's just organically grown in that direction. Um, we don't, we have, just wait and watch social media, right? You'll hear where it's going to be. You'll hear when it's going to start, um, and all those things. So just stay tuned to social media, really. That's fun, dude. That's like the best thing, man. I feel like as a kid or when you're young and you follow something, uh, I feel like there's like that hype, dude. Like, fuck, are these guys posting? Oh shit. They just posted the YouTube thing. Oh shit. You know, that's cool. That's dope. Yeah. The appetite in sports to consume content is like, you, you want to. I'm watching so much, so much Coach Prime videos. I don't know about y'all. Oh, bro, I eat but I, I, I'm watching the practice, yeah. all the all the things. I want to see all the angles. I'm in bringing sports, my luggage, so. and it's Louis, baby. And it's <laughs> <laughs> play my theme music. No, no, for, uh, no yeah, it's, it's it's fun. The sport, sport of basketball. And we that's one of the things too. You know, we see people who who aren't like Eddie, who aren't necessarily in the basketball space. Like he didn't grow up playing, but let's get let's let's get invested into this game and. and this uh, this is a cool opportunity exactly. and cool way to do it. Yeah, you know? he truly enjoys the game, enjoys the culture. And he's you know yeah, I mean? yeah, he's learning the culture he, too. Exactly, like he's yeah. learning the hoop culture, and, and, and he understands where you know his place, you know, overlaps with you know that culture because you know entertainment. It's like my culture and your culture, you know, we're not all together, but we have you know a middle ground where we contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, shared values, exactly, things of that nature. So. I'll do respect, bro. You guys are going places, bro, and, and we're excited to see it, bro. Like, yeah. I know we just met you guys today, but it's cool because, like, we, we have been following the journey a little bit before, and now even more, bro, because we see the kind of guys you are. People at home, they're going to see the kind of guys you guys are as far as, like, you can feel the passion you guys when you guys talk about it, bro. It's 100%. not something that you have and you just, like, started. It's kind of one of those things you're like, I might do it next year. No, it's like, <laughs> bro, we're going to do it. And I heard, heard you say a quote as far as, like, bro, this is something that you're not doing for the next two, three years. You guys are doing this for the next 50 years, right? I mean, 50, 60 you, years. You heard me say that? I heard you say that. Oh, wow. Yeah. One of the interviews, I mean, you said like, it's going to be something like, where it's more of like a legacy play, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I'm, you heard him say that. No, but by me, but it's about, ultimately, it's about building something that lasts longer than you. Exactly. So like, That's, you know, if, if this has been around for 50, 60 years, why not this being around for mm-hmm. 50, 60 years and thinking in decades? Exactly. So that, that's that's ultimately what I'm touching on when I say that because I don't yeah, even know yeah, if I'm going to be around for 50. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and I'm just yeah. joking around. But we want to yeah. build it to where <laughs> if anything else takes us, you know, our path and our lives, where it will be set up to where we'll be able to hand it to somebody to take care of it and we'll be able to check in and help them out, you know, and be like that mentor to kind of like somebody that we might have needed when we are getting into this, you <laughs> yep. know. Tagline is take it further too, by the way. Exactly make yes. that come full circle that was actually on my notes today so yeah i'm glad you brought that up because what does take it further mean because that is like one of your that's one of your guys is um that's the motto right so what does take it further mean yeah <laughs> they appointed me to like say because it's something i came <laughs> up with you can touch up on that mess um i mean so, you know there's this there's this idea that like it doesn't matter what you take it's where you take it to 
Um, and, you know, there's givers and takers in this game. Some people are playing to only take something away from it, and they're not trying to give back to mm-hmm. it. Um, but I gave you – I told you what to do with this one. I told you to take it, but take it further. Like, Absolutely. take this one further. Take your game further. It's applicable to anybody's individual journey when it comes to this game. Just take your game further. Take the game of basketball further. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how it came up. Like kind of pumps you up a little bit. It does. You know? I was like, I was like the Coach Prime videos are rolling off, bro. That was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, clipped that one up. Send it to me. Let me know. <laughs> That's a I've never said sure. it like that before. Time stamp it right there. <laughs> hey, I was. Yeah. I feel like I was in, like, in the locker room. Like, yeah, yeah. Take it further. Take it further. That's cool, bro. We all well, we got the starting five right here, bro. So I mean, you know what I mean. If we ever need to lace it up, I'll be the I'll be the inbounder. You know what I mean. I'm not. I'm not. I just pass the ball. Got the jersey. He's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, here on the Austin's podcast, we have a signature question in wrapping up. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming on, bro. We know you guys are super busy. Especially, like I know it's a couple months away, but I, I can only imagine the planning you guys oh, have yeah. to plan up for the upcoming season. Uh, but before we get to the signature question, we wanted a quick break to our shout-out to our sponsor here, right here, Fat Al's Bar and Grill in Sanger, California. I'm telling you guys, man. On top of it being like a 10 out of 10 venue, the staff here are 10 out of 10. The drinks are 10 out of 10. And just the vibes, man. The vibes, Absolutely. lights around here. What do you guys think of it? I love it. I love it in here. We need man. a Fresno Prime jersey in here. <laughs> yeah, for but real. This is- if you live in Sanger, you got to be here, man. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got to tune gotta in, man, because if y'all not, I will. I'll see me right there at the bar. Hey, go ahead, put my Lakers on or the Cowboys, and I'll be here posting. That's right. That's right. Yes, the sir, Cowboy that plug, part, huh? That yeah. part. It's our year, baby. Sorry. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, man. So, yeah, quick shout-out to Fat Al's Bar and Grill right here in Sanger, California. If you guys haven't been here yet, man, you need to get here. Uh, weekend, weekday, place to be, man. So, in closing, man, like I said, we appreciate you guys coming out. It's one of the ones that we had on our list as far as – we like to have, like, a list as far as uh, guests that we want to have on, mm-hmm. right? like, like Target Milestones, right? And this was one of the ones we had, bro, especially because you guys are from here. It's, it's not something where it's like – Another shit, like this is our backyard, bro. If, yeah, a lot of people absolutely. watching this are from here in Fresno, Central Valley, and you guys did it here, bro, and you guys are continuing doing it. But we have a uh, always this podcast signature question we like to ask, and I guess we have three people, so you guys can all answer it. Is I want you guys to picture like younger Alton, Ryan, and Seth, right? <laughs> Maybe just before you guys started, right? Where before you guys started the program, before you guys had. Uh, the name before you guys had the logo, before you guys had everything figured out, right? Maybe when you kind of like had an idea, but you're like, dang, I don't know how it's going to happen. What's some advice you guys would give that younger self of you guys on how to get through it? And just to let you guys know, hey, it's going to be okay and we're going to make it through it. That's deep. Um, what would I say to my younger self? Hmm. <clears throat> how much younger? Because I, I started playing basketball in like sixth grade. Um, I would definitely say everything you're doing is worth it. Um, and it may not work out the way you think it does, but it, it's going to work out nonetheless. I would definitely say that. Um, cause you couldn't tell me that I wasn't like the next Allen Iverson. I had his Jersey. I had the braids. I had everything. You couldn't tell me I wasn't going to go to the NBA. Um, but as a kid, you dream, you know, as a kid, you dream. And I would say, keep dreaming. Mm-hmm. I would tell, I would tell him, keep dreaming. Don't forget, um, that, uh, yeah, just things will work out. Sure. I would kind of piggyback off that statement. Like as far as just, <clears throat> just staying to the course, like you, you never really know what to expect, but just, yeah. Stay to the course, younger Ryan, man. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's a journey for me. I'd probably say to the younger, you know, high school Ryan, you know, as far as playing basketball, when it comes to basketball, it's not only one path of defining success 
or defining your journey. And that's one thing about, like, you know, the Central Valley. A lot of people, like, get stuck in that, oh, you know, I got to, you know, be that star player, things of that nature. But it's just, like, the more you just sit back and just analyze, you know, your game, because it starts from playing basketball. Analyze your game. Be realistic with yourself. Be open to new things. And that's one thing I'll say, like, in the Valley, just growing up, me personally, I really wasn't open to, you know, trying new things or looking at the same thing on a different perspective. Going into college, it really made me think more critically, analyze myself, and so it just really built that foundation to where I'm at right now as far as helping the program. And so, yeah, just just don't get caught up, you know, in your own head, you know. Just stay the course. You know? Yeah. Um, I would say uh, ultimately just, uh, just be aware that there's going to be setbacks, you know, misconceptions. There's going to be things along the ride, but uh, – in the sense of basketball, just use it as a tool, you know, to gain quality traits that can help you further in life, you know. Um, it's kind of hard to really think about at a specific time frame, but, yeah, high school or college, whatever the case may be, just know that there's going to be hiccups in the road and uh, just accept them and just keep yourself around the right pe people and everything will work out. 100%, bro. And I feel like any one of your guys' answers, someone can play back, right, and – take it right it's not just a basketball game it's not just the game of sports but like they can take it back and really apply it to life like you guys said right mm -hmm. like that's with anything so um if you're watching this rewind it back a couple minutes listen back to their answers man and apply it to your life because i guarantee someone at home is going through the same thing where you guys mentioned it, and they're like damn sure. like yeah. that hits home bro yeah. absolutely 100 sure, man. man so appreciate we appreciate you, you. <laughs> yeah man sure. thank you guys for having us yeah. man thanks for coming <laughs> out dude all of this the production the team back there man we appreciate you guys and uh before we wrap up man any last things anyone has to mention uh, I, you know i do want to say one last thing man right now i you know i think uh a lot of people right now you're witnessing kind of like the dana whites of the program of the basketball scene especially here in fresno here in central california man um you guys are like the early stages i'm sure you guys you guys are in the business so you've heard the dana white story you know uh, with the ufc so i think that this is what we're witnessing right now man and this is Good one of reference. those early um those early like early interviews man where i think like 10 years from now you're gonna look back at this people are gonna look back at this and um, they're going to see the impact that you guys have created, how it all started. And that, you guys are impacting a lot of lives, man, not only on the court, but also off the court because you're showing people all the possibilities, man. That doesn't matter if you're from Fresno, from Sanger, Reedley, Parlier, little city from around the valley, man. Like, there's just unlimited potential, man. And uh, the only thing stopping you, man, is you. So uh, shout out to you boys, man, for inspiring the youth. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that comment and both of the comments you guys have been giving us, you know. And it's like, as far as me personally, like when, you know, I'm doing the stuff that I'm doing or I'm mm. frustrated dealing with players, you know, the referees or we have to organize the next week coming up. And then when I just hear comments like that, when I get to the event, you're like, oh, man, what you guys are doing are great. It really means a lot to me personally. I'm pretty sure for them too as well. Sure. Just so the hard work that we put in nonstop just doesn't go unnoticed. So I really appreciate that from you guys. Yeah, man. We appreciate you guys, bro. And we know that it's getting late right now. We don't want to take up too much more of your time. But, yeah, like I said, we can't say it enough, man. We appreciate you guys coming on. And uh, everyone watching at home, man, make sure you guys go follow these guys. Instagram, all the social media platforms, Fresno Pro-Am. And most importantly, man, make sure you tune in to Season 3, right? Season 3 of the Fresno Pro-Am, uh, Summer 2024. Make sure you don't miss it. If you haven't been to the game yet, man, I hope we kind of overstated how much you're missing out on if you're not attending these events, man. So make sure you tune in. Appreciate you guys tuning in every single week. And, uh We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Peace. That's good. Appreciate y'all. Cool. That's a wrap, boys. And cool. cut. <laughs>